Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to 1UP Delivered Through the AI Podcast channel. It's me, Guy. We are back. As as we say, it's always the summer. We're, we're back quicker than usual. And Carl's with me. How are you doing, Carl? Not too bad, Guy. I mean, I was, I was going to say, no podcast for four months, and now we give you two podcasts in, in five days. We, we really are spoiling you. We are. We are indeed. And it is going to be busy, because we do have uh, we have this preview, then we're going to react to... Uh, Summer Game Fest, which we're not watching live. <laughs> um, we'll watch later on, just to give the behind the curtain look there. But we are, we'll watch that later and give reactions. Did we say Friday, Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get it recorded some stage tomorrow. Yep, yeah, so I'll release that either Friday night or Saturday, and then this one should be out tonight as well, which is Thursday. So, yeah, a good few shows for you there. Um, but we'll get into the news. We don't want it to be too long because it's a shorter shelf life. We'll go for the news, Carl. Do you want to take us through the first one? Yeah, so our first story, Hideo Kojima reportedly developing a horror game called Overdose, and this comes from Matt Wales over at Eurogamer, and Matt writes... Hideo Kojima, designer of the legendary Metal Gear series and 2019's Death Stranding, is reportedly working on a new horror game starring actress Margaret Qualley called Overdose. That's according to ceaseless leaker Tom Henderson, who, writing for Try Hard Guides, claims to have been sent early footage featuring a character portrayed by Qualley, who previously played Mama in Death Stranding, roaming through dark corridors with a flashlight in her hand. Henderson says the sequence, displayed from a third-person perspective, although a first-person mode is also rumoured, culminates in a jump scare that brings a game-over message up on screen. That's reportedly followed by the caption, quote, a Hideo Kojima game, Overdose, end quote. Overdose, if real, would be the second project rumoured to be in development at Kojima Productions, Recently, actor Norman Reedus said he had, quote, just started, end quote, working on a second Death Stranding game, although the sequel has yet to be officially unveiled. You can read the full story over at Eurogamer. So, yeah, um, Kojima, you know, despite his his great attempts to to have these big lead-ins to his announcement and such, two leaks in in, in the space of uh, a month. Hmm. Um, But... I guess, you know, you you could say, are are people finally getting their Silent Hills? The not Silent Hill. Um, Yeah, possibly. I I think we've mentioned this before. I've never never really got, I've never really played the Kojima thing. I had the odd 
um, Metal Gear thing. Not really a horror dude. Um, so this doesn't really do much for me. I didn't play Amazon Prime Simulator, but that was apparently quite good. Um, this kind of kills off the... Unless the studio is massive, compared <laughs> to what we thought. Is, is, yeah, is Xbox game leak, unless this is surprisingly it. Um, yeah. I, people have been wanting this type of game from him for a while, haven't they? And it'll have its huge audience. I, I, I can't remember if you... I know you kind of like Kojima. But it, yeah, no, I, I, I grew up with uh, Metal Gear Solid. You know, I, I recall my older brother um, borrowing Metal Gear Solid back on, on the PS1 and you know I, I dabbled with it myself and then um, as I grew older obviously on the, the PS2 I, I owned both Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, which was my favourite was the third one I, I adore that game like it's, it's right up there as one of my favourite games of all time I kind of fell off the series since then. Um, you know, I, I own Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5, but I, I just haven't mm. really gotten the chance to, to go back to them. Um, but I mean, all in all, I, I would consider myself, uh, I also played actually Peacemaker on the PSP, now that I think about it, but, um, like I, I would consider myself a, a Metal Gear fan. And on top of that, I did play the PT demo. Um, it did make me jump out of my seat a, a couple of times. Good man quality demo I, I still actually have that demo installed on my ps4 pro um which some people claim adds value to your ps4 pro i don't, I don't have it for that reason i, I just have it because it's cool to have and, and if you delete it it's gone forever um but you know i, I am I, I enjoy i'm i'm a fair weather uh silent hill fan you know i've, I've played a, some of the games you know i i even enjoy the the movie which i know will be a controversial opinion and um, apparently they're actually working on a third movie although the second one was a bit crap um but that that that's sidetracking but i am intrigued to see kind of how those two worlds would have came together with, with kojima and silent hill obviously we won't see that now but this is next best thing another like a different horror game from kojima as you said um amazon package delivery simulator aka death stranding but it does have a great rep i do own it and i plan to, to play it and then the ps5 version got released so i've kind of been waiting for the ps5 version to come down a little bit in price to pick up that and, and finally give it a go myself but I, I'm, I'm certainly intrigued by this and, and you kind of it kind of stole my thunder in that you know i was going to ask you the question like do you think this could potentially be uh kind of xbox the, the xbox exclusive from kojima that was rumored and you know if so how how massive is that for xbox yeah i think i think if it, if it is the xbox one it, it's massive just because it just because it's kojima alone who has such a long uh rooted relationship with, with PlayStation, obviously going solo. And then his first game is Death Stranding, which is PlayStation exclusive. Metal Gear Solid is... I think it's a, apart from 4 and 5, were they all PlayStation? I think. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, well, four, sorry, four, one and 4 were PlayStation exclusives, although 1 did eventually get ported to... or remade, rather, for the GameCube. Right. Um, but two, three, and five 
would have all came to other consoles Which uh, at some point. Which uh, um, the, the one with Old Man Snake. I am thinking sick. of 5.1, because that got split in the two, didn't it? Was yeah, that, so yeah. It, was like it, was, it was effectively a demo, Ground Zeroes, and then yes. there was Phantom Pain. Right, okay, because I, I was going to say, I remember playing, I must have thought it was four. Yeah, I played Ground Zero and I got bored. Um, but hey-ho. But yeah, if, if, it, if it is, it's massive for Xbox. Maybe they would have wanted a more general game from Kojima. But well, that just make me me, because I will never play this game, because I don't do jump-scary stuff. I, I just don't. Um, but yeah, if it is the Xbox exclusive long-rumoured one, yeah, it's a huge get. It'll have its massive fan base. If it if it's the closest thing to, to Silent Hill, or the, was it a PT demo? Yeah. Um, yeah. If if it is that type of thing, that that's that's massive for for that community. And it, it it is a big get for Xbox, and not a big get for me personally as an Xbox fan. But yeah, it's uh, in the wider sch- uh, scheme of gaming, it, it is massive. So yeah, it's uh, it's an it's a good it would be a good get, but we'll see, we'll see. But I suppose it'll be happening tonight if if so. Right, I'll take us through the next one, and you can talk about this because it means more to you. Uh, Last of Us PS5 remake has leaked. Uh, it will cost $70. You, this is from Eurogamer by Victoria Kennedy. Ahead of tonight's Super Games Fest, Sony's The Last of Us Part 1 remake, one of the worst-kept secrets in the industry today, has leaked. So yes, it is real, and not only is it real, but it will be releasing as soon as sept- sep- bleh, September the 2nd, words guy, for the PlayStation 5 at a retail price of $70. To accompany this news, we got our first look at the remake in action thanks to a brand new trailer. The Ellie and Joel that we first met all the way back in 2013 now have much sleeker look, but it is most certainly still there. There is fighting, there is compassion, and there are enough clickers to give one spores for thought throughout the reveal. Rather nicely, the game's DLC left behind will also be included in the remake. Towards the end of the trailer, we also got told that the remake is going to be making its way to PC at some point, although no time frame was given. So, Carl, this has been rumoured for a long-ass time now. Um, I think we've probably talked about the fact that it exists a lot, but feel free to add on to that. But full price of $70... I'm guessing that translates into seventy quid as well. Um, are you surprised by that? Or I know people say it's the best game ever. Are people willing to pay that? They probably will be. Yeah, I mean that is the the kind of one downer on this because like they're they're you know it, it had been long rumored this game obviously as as you said it wasn't a a well kept secret. I, I think it was initially in development at a, a new studio working at a. Santa Monica, I believe, and then it got brought in house at Naughty Dog, and they seemed to decide to use it as kind of a testing ground for the PS5's uh, capabilities before they kind of double down on on whatever their next big project is. And um, so we knew it was coming, and then I think there was rumors, you know, uh, in the last few weeks that it was coming this year and was going to be revealed soon. So this doesn't come as a surprise in any sense. But the price is surprising because obviously they're, you know, people wondered how much a remake of, of a game that's already been released twice before, it, you know, it was on the PS3 and then it got remastered for, for PS4. 
um, you know, how much people would be willing to pay for, for, for a thing they've, they've probably played a couple of times and, and may own on, on two platforms already, which I, I'm one of those people. Um, so people looked at uh, Last of Us Factions, which is another long rumored um, Last of Us project, which is, you know, was originally supposed to be the multiplayer component of, of um, The Last of Us 2. And then it seemed to grow so large that they supposedly decided to spin it out as its own thing. But there was kind of suggestions in recent weeks that maybe we could see factions bundled with The Last of Us remake, and that would make it kind of a value for money for a full price game. Obviously, that isn't the case. We haven't heard anything on factions, and it looks like Last of Us remake is is going to be a, a seventy dollar game. Uh, and that's a bit of a shame because I think for me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to, to kind of be reserved and just, just wait because I just don't think I could justify that to myself. Um, you know, it, it, the game I've watched the trailer, it, it certainly looks better, but I don't think like the last of us remastered on PS4 looks like a bad game in any sense. Like I, I, I don't necessarily think it, it, it needed a, a remake. You know, so I feel for me, I'll, I'll kind of just wait on this one. And, and, you know, when I finally get that itch to replay The Last of Us, obviously I'm going to want to replay the best version. So I'll, I'll pick it up then. Um, but obviously, I, I don't speak for every PlayStation fan. And, and I have a feeling a lot of people are going to go out and, and get this and, and want to play it. And the bigger news yet is obviously that it, it will come to the, the PC eventually. And I think the, the turnaround time... For between games getting to PlayStation and getting to PC are getting smaller and smaller. Mm. I mean, there was only rumors there last week or so, I think, that Demon Souls, the remake, is coming to, to PC soon. So, you know, the, 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 the exclusivity window is, is you know, it's, it, it's getting to the point where I think eventually it, it's probably going to be day and day. And some people had suggested that about this game, you know, would it, would it be day and day? Guessing the way they've revealed it, it's not going to be. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see this on, on PC in, in early um, early 2023. And that means a lot of people who never got to play The Last of Us because they're, they're not console gamers are, are going to get the chance to, to play it. And that's massive because, as you said, like it is one of those games that's, that's in an argument for like the most impressive game of all time. And I'd certainly count it up there. So it's 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 just it's cool to think that, that people are gonna get the opportunity to play it that, that didn't before. Yeah, that almost seems like the justification of making it is that if they're bringing it to a new audience of PC, which is I assume is the biggest audience, I have no idea, but it's a huge audience nevertheless, and obviously it'll have people in the PlayStation market as well. They might as well have made a new version of it, regardless of how big the improvement is. If they bring it at its best, it's going to attract, firstly, a new generation of people who may not have played it, a new customer of people from the PC market, and if it looks its best running at PC specs as well, it's going to look super duper its best. So yeah, I think that's probably the justification of it, rather than if it was just launching on or, or just um, an only a PlayStation game, it'd be kind of, as you said, I mean... what. It was 4K upgrade to the PlayStation 4 
quite early on in the PlayStation 4. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do yeah. the, the first year. Yeah, so it's been a little while, but it's not been like Dark Souls, has it? I don't think it's been that long. That no. Be so, yeah, I don't think it was in that much of a need to be uh, remade in that regard, but because it's hitting a new market, I think it does make sense. But yeah, it is, it is a shame it's not... Well, it might, might do, it might get leaked tonight, that is. Um, but it is, um, it's a shame it's not coming with factions at the minute. This might be outdated by the time Summer Game Fest is done. Um, but I suppose they could add that to the launcher or something like that. Maybe have it as a I don't know, I don't know what, how big Factions was as, as a multiplayer. Maybe they had that as an extra 20 quid add-on or something, or 30 quid add-on. But if it's a standalone game as it meant to be, it might be worth more than that. I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm one of these people who's never experienced Last of Us. Now, I do have it. I have it downloaded on my PlayStation 5, but I ended up just picking uh, Detroit Become Human instead, because mainly to annoy people. Um, I might give it, I might give it a go, but I'm not too bothered about the remake. Plus, I already have the the remaster one, so yeah, it, I'd rather just give that one a whirl because it'll all be new to me. Um, right, uh, third new story. Do you want to go through this one, Carl? Yeah. So, Modern Warfare Two revealed in a new Call of Duty trailer, speaking about best kept secrets in the industry, and this one comes from Austin Goslin over a Polygon, and Austin writes. The next mission for Task Force 141 has been revealed in the first trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Developer Infinity Ward released the trailer on Wednesday along with some information about the upcoming Modern Warfare sequel. The latest Call of Duty game will be released on October 28th. The game's campaign will follow Task Force 141 with members like Price, Soap, Gaz and Ghost from the previous game as attempts to stop a hostile threat to the United States. Of course, Modern Warfare 2 will also include Call of Duty's trademark multiplayer with a variety of maps and modes. Infinity Ward will also release a sequel to the Call of Duty Battle Royale Warzone sometime later this year after the release of Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 will also be the first Call of Duty game built on the series' new engine, which will run its games going forward. All three of the series' main developers, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer Hammer Games, contributed to work on the engine to ensure that they could keep their subseries unique. And you can get the full story over on Polygon. So, as I said, Kai, it wasn't exactly a, a secret. We we knew this yeah. was coming. In fact, you know the the rumors, the constant rumors about it going to make me think lately that I, I finally need to give Modern Warfare a go. I, I picked it up a few months ago so I think I'm going to crack into that at some point over the weekend. Um, you obviously, as far as more, played Modern Warfare already. I mean, are you, are you excited for this one? Um, I don't... May, I think I may have finally grown out of COD. But that doesn't mean I won't get it. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll probably get it via game sharing. That's the problem. Like, I wouldn't spend the 70, 80 odd quid on it, to be honest. But my mate will buy us it. I'll play. I'll probably. Modern Warfare was the last campaign I played because Vanguard wasn't that good, apparently. 
um, for the campaign, and Cold War was meant to had a good campaign. I just never got around to it, um, and the game was kind of crap. I enjoyed Modern Warfare more than more than the other two games I mentioned there. It was the last, and that one obviously was the um, uh, Warzone engine, so that started Warzone basically. Um, yeah, I think the bigger news is, is that Warzone Two is coming out with this because. COD multiplayer is dead. I think PvP multiplayer, it, it has to be something really unique to survive in this industry, like uh, in this environment now. that You look at Halo, I mean, Halo's not a, a jam-packed content game by any means, but that had like a, a, a two-week stretch, and then it kind of died a death because it didn't have new content, but it was also just arena shooter, so it's not really a developed thing. So I think... People will enjoy mod- the game itself, Modern Warfare 2, but the big news there is Warzone 2, because Warzone, although I've not played it through, God, maybe not this year. I think maybe the end of last year was probably the last time I was playing Warzone semi-regularly. Um, it's kind of been a hot mess. Like you, you look at all the people who stream it and stuff like that, which is one of the biggest industries. People have just gone off it. I mean, there's plenty that still do play because it's a career for them. COD gets the highest numbers and stuff like that. But like, I've, some of the biggest streamers have moved on to Apex permanently and stuff like that. Some have moved flip, flipping and out of Apex, another game. But COD Warzone, I think it just it didn't really develop with the times. I mean, you look if you compare it to Apex, that updates constantly. That has half season splits, so the map updates and all that uh, and changes. Changes the map that's already got multiple maps, whereas Warzone, it made a, it made the um, Verdansk, which everyone was complaining about by the end, got the new map, <laughs> which is shit. <laughs> Nobody likes Caldera, um, but the one change they, I think they changed the odd uh, point of interest in it, but it's not a big change. And the big event they had was King Kong v Godzilla, which was kind of shit apparently. So. Yeah, I think Modern Warfare 2, they really need to look at the Fortnite market and where keep keep um, content constant. It can't be months without anything. You need to be looking at Apex and Fortnite in the Battle Royale stage. Maybe Apex ne- will never hit the heights of something like Fortnite, but look, Respawn's one of the best in the business for a reason. Uh, it just is. So, yeah, I think the big. I think it's good that I will play the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, probably play multiplayer for a week or so. But Warzone 2 is going to be the big question mark. If that's good, it'll be it'll be the king of the battle royales, absolutely. But will it be enough to get make me choose that over Apex? Probably for a couple of weeks. But if it's just the same as Warzone 1 with little feet, little added bits and a new map and stuff like that. I'll probably end up back on Apex and maybe Overwatch 2 is out by then. But I'd, I'd, just saying it now when it's on paper, I think it'll be have to be something new and very unique to, to get me away from Apex and looking forward to Overwatch 2 in the similar sphere. Um, yeah, so it, it's big news, but I think I may have finally grown out of COD. Yeah, I mean, it happens to us all. Um, mm. You know, it's... It seems like only yesterday that I was playing a, a lot of Call of Duty, but in reality, it was a long, long time ago. Um, I, I think Black Ops was the the last one I I really got stuck into. Um, 
but I, I do still enjoy the campaigns and although I've missed a good few, there's a lot of them on, on my backlog. Um, you know, I, I think I'd put Modern Warfare ahead of them all and I, I do have all in, in terms of, mm-hmm. of playing Modern Warfare and I, as a result, I will also have an, intentions to play this at some point, but really for me, it, you know, I'm, I'm solely interested in the campaign. So for that reason, you, you probably won't see me pick this up until either it's in the the bargain bin or (laughs) probably next year so you know which which is a good opportunity to 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 finally crack on with it but you know i do i do like kind of what they're they're doing here with kind of the the reboot of of modern warfare and so it is it is cool that it it didn't end at, at just the one um uh, as for Warzone, obviously Battle Royale isn't isn't my jam. I, I dabble with it briefly, but I, I don't think I'm ever going to go back there. But you know, I, I I see exactly where you're coming from with that. I think you know from what I gather, you know, from listening, on looking in from the outside, it, it does seem that kind of Warzone was this this big exciting thing at first, but it it, it seemed to fizzle out. Whereas mm-hmm. the likes of Apex Legends and, and Fortnite have you know much more longevity in them so i think they they probably have to address that with a uh, warzone 2.0 and it'd be interesting to see how they they go about doing so if it, if it wasn't cod i think warzone would have died all like properly dead dead a long time ago i think that's probably the best way to word it but yeah because it's cod it markets itself right this comes from our man carl himself thank you for typing that up carl uh, Microsoft made a number of announcements today ahead of the showcase later this week, which we'll be coming out to in a sec. Um, firstly, Microsoft announced a plan to roll out the ability for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play via the cloud select games they already own or have purchased outside the Xbox Game Pass library. Um, that's due later this year. Next, from 30th June, you'll be able to play cloud-enabled Game Pass Ultimate games without the need of a console via Samsung Smart TVs. Microsoft plans to roll this feature out to other TVs over time. Microsoft also announced plans to pay developers to create demos for Xbox Game Pass. The initiative is called Project Moorcroft, an asset to roll out in the near future. The Microsoft Edge browser is set for new gaming features, including some Xbox xCloud gaming integrations there are also new updates for Windows 11 which include optimizations to improve latency, unlock auto HDR and variable refresh rate now Carl this seems people a lot of what I've seen seems to have dismissed this but we did must have been a couple years ago now um, our previews of what next gen gaming could be probably after the January now and we mentioned it probably will go consoleless, and this seems like the first step of it. I think apparently, I think PlayStation did this kind of a couple of years ago, but with Xbox, we know cloud-based gaming is their thing. That's their thing they're developing for the future. Um, I just got rid of a Samsung TV in my front room where I probably use this for a Sony one, so that's good news for me. Um. But yeah, there's a couple things here. But that that um, playing games from the from the Xbox app on your Samsung telly seems like the start of maybe the future. Yeah, um, 
I mean, uh, as you said, we, we talked about that, that before and, and we're kind of already there with, I know obviously, um, it's not the most popular service, but, um, um, why am I blanking on Google? Um, Stadia. Stadia. Yes. Yeah, Stadia. Well, they, it, it is forgettable in fairness, but, um, this, this is the one, this one point where it's relevant. Obviously, you know, we already kind of have that with Stadia. Um, um, I think there's some smart TVs that are, are, uh, compatible with Stadia. Actually, my own is because I, I saw the app actually when I was, um, browsing through at some point. Um, so it, it's there. And I do believe, I, I don't quote me completely on this one, but I, I believe there are some Sony TVs that, that, uh, are compatible with PlayStation now. Um, so uh, I think in a way Microsoft are somewhat catching up on, on this, but given how popular their service is, I, I think this would be a lot more intriguing to gamers than, uh, Stadia being available on their, their TVs. Um, so, you know, uh, this, this is obviously, as we said, the direction we're probably moving in, you know, in 10 years time, you, you'll probably just have like a PlayStation app and Xbox app and Nintendo app all on your smart TV. You know, you, you won't have game consoles. You probably still have game controllers. Um, but you, you won't have consoles. You won't have discs. And, you know, f- for me, that's sad because I, I love box games, but that's, that's a, a, a conversation for another day. Um, but it, it certainly is a, a step to, towards that. Um, but I mean, a couple of other areas where this is intriguing for me is, um, Project Moorcroft, uh, the, the, the demos. Um, we never really got to talk about it because it, it kind of all happened while we weren't doing the show. But obviously Sony announced their subscription mm. service, which is launching in, in Europe later this month and a a thing they got a lot of praise for was game demos and, and people point out how that's the one thing Game Pass doesn't have and lo and behold here's Phil Spencer saying hold my beer you're going to get game demos you know that's a, a, a big move for Game Pass in, in my eyes yeah it is it's, you got to copy the, <laughs> the, the the opposition every now and again competition now and again um yeah, I, 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 it is a good idea. I think it is. It's almost the same. We, we see with EA Play, you get a ten-hour trial of some games. I think it works better with EA games because they tend to be sports titles, so you're not really, you can't just really piss through a, a story in ten hours. You play a game of FIFA for ten hours. Um, but I think that's one of the biggest draws to something like EA Play. It is the fact you get a ten-hour trial, and this is obviously a similar, similar road, um, a similar house, really. Um, but yeah, if if they're if they're good demos, it's just it's just a it's just a good thing for gamers, really. It just is. It's almost protects you from. I suppose if it's in Game Pass, the game will be coming to Game Pass. But if third-party people want to get involved with it as well. Yes, yeah, so I, I think that, um, you know, it, it'll, that's the idea that it will be, you know, it will be games separate to, like it'll be part of Game Pass, but it won't be Game mm. Pass games. You know, it'll, it'll be, you know, maybe not all games per se, but, you know, kind of select games, you know, the new, let, let's say, for example, uh, the new Assassin's Creed or something, yeah. you know, you might like an hour demo for the new Assassin's Creed straight into Game Pass. 
Um, and, and that's a, a nice opportunity to kind of try before you buy. Um, personally, demos, uh, you know, for the most part, aren't of a great appeal to me these days because I feel, you know, I know what series I like. I know what kind of games I like. Mm. You know, I do my research on them before I go and buy. Um, so I don't need to sit down and play a demo. But I, there has been occasions where a, a demo demos came out and I've given it a try and it's maybe convinced me to, to buy a game I, I wouldn't have so um, I'm certainly intrigued by this on, on both um, Xbox and, and PlayStation's platforms and um, it's just a nice little feature um, but it's just good move by Xbox. I, I don't know if it's completely reactionary you mm. know I, I don't know um, you know like it, it could be that I'd assume Microsoft probably, you know, you don't just throw something together like this in the space of a week or two. And, you know, unless, you know, espionage is, 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 uh, a play here and they kind of spied yeah. on PlayStation, <laughs> new PlayStation were planning it. But, uh, I don't, I don't feel Spencer is, is, is that much of a, a Bond villain, you know. So, uh, I'd say they had this, you know, this is just, a coincidence but it, it you know it's it's a good move for them nonetheless to, to have it as well um but my last point really on this is you know i applaud microsoft for just coming out and getting these announcements out of the way instead of the showcase because i don't yeah. like in showcases when they start talking about services i mean improvements to the service are important and they're great but they can easily be handled in kind of like a press release like these where, you know, we, we don't need them. We just want to see games at a at a conference. So I, I applaud that move. But you can't wait for the Game Pass family plan. That'll get a, a good 10-minute announcement. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I agree. I think especially that they've got the um, uh, Game Showcase Extended. Is that what it was called? I can't remember what the other one was called. Um, but the, the second one, the announced weather will for a bit longer. Um, but yeah, I think save stuff for that. Save it for a tweet or a news story like this. It's If it's something huge, yeah. But we don't really need to hear about game demos. Albeit we think they're really good. We don't need a bloke talking about it on a stage for five minutes. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you there. Right, Carl. Let's get into our topics. We're going to preview a couple um, showcases here. We we're not we're going to do this reverse order because Capcom does come after Xbox, but we think this one will be quicker. Um, Capcom is on the thirteenth at eleven o'clock British time, uh, British summer time. So we'll do this um, quite quickly, seeing as a lot of it's been announced anyway. But I. We we discussed Street Fighter and the Resident Evils uh, on the PlayStation one, Carl. Anything to add on that? Yeah, so obviously, as you said, we, we talked about Street Fighter Six, uh, Resident Evil Four remake, and and Resident Evil Village VR last week. Um, the the only other confirmed Resident Evil title from from Capcom at the moment is Resident Evil Reverse, which is obviously that multiplayer game that was initially supposed to launch alongside. Uh, village um you'd assume with that imminently launching that that'll probably have some presence at this this showcase and the only other two confirmed um capcom games outside that are, are pragmata which if you remember was that 
game that was revealed with a very strange trailer um, at the PS5 launch way back when. Oh, and we yeah. haven't heard anything about it since. But yeah. it is, at the time, it was due out in 2023. Obviously, a lot of games have slipped uh, from that, that uh, timeline. So potentially, Pragmata is among them. Um, so it, it could well be a 2024 game and, and maybe we won't hear about it at all, but nonetheless, it, it's potential and, and, um, I, I am intrigued to, to see kind of, uh, what it is because I have no idea. And the other kind of confirmed game obviously was Exo Primal. If you remember that, that was the game with the dinosaurs. Yes. And I'm looking at it right now and I'm, and in, I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting concept. I mean, people like mechs, people like dinosaurs. Why not combine the two? Exactly. Transformers v. Dinosaurs. Why not? So uh, I am expecting that uh, Exoprimal will make another um, uh, appearance, given that it's, you know, it was only revealed not so long ago and, and it was revealed for, for 2023. So you'd assume that's potentially still on track. So if that's the case, I'd say we'd see something more from it. But I think given, you know, that we, you know, Capcom somewhat blew their load in, 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 at the PlayStation event last week. So we know about a lot of what's coming. We've, we've already talked about it, as you said. But what is more intriguing is what else could be at this Capcom event. Mm. And, you know, we do have some, guesses because there was that infamous Capcom hack in November 2020 um, Resident Evil 4 Remake and Street Fighter 6 were both part of that hack although they did come out later than the hack initially suggested they would which would go along with the trend of, of games getting delayed because of COVID and the like um, but there, there are a few games that were due either out some of them are technically supposed to have already come out. Others are due out in the months to come. Um, the first one of those is Resident Evil Outrage, which was, according to the hack, was supposed to come out in quarter four, 2021. Um, more information came out on that afterwards. Reportedly, it's a Switch exclusive, where the Resident Evil character Rebecca Chambers is the lead character, and it would have kind of um, something more in, in common with the uh, the Resident Evil series that initially launched on the Vita um, Revelations I believe it was and it, it seems it'll kind of have that vibe but surprisingly you know it's been about you know six months let's say since mm. it's, its release window and, and we still haven't heard anything so you'd think if unless this project has been cancelled or something, that you you think it's likely we we will hear about it sooner rather than later. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. I mean, that leak obviously has come to fruition so far. So yeah, you'd think this would be the the platform. And the only thing is, I've, I've closed the window now stupidly on my, on my on my tabs. But I think it says it's only thirty to thirty five minutes long. This so. It will be interesting to see what actually gets picked from it, but I suppose this next one's probably the big one people 
will want is Dragon's Dogma 2, because people have been wanting this for a long while. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I absolutely adored the first game. It's 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 a quality game. Um, I also watched the the anime that came out on Netflix. It, you know, it wasn't the best anime, but it was solid. And I, I've been hungry for a Dragon's Dogma too. And I, I think this is one you could bank on because Capcom did launch a Dragon's Dogma anniversary site. I mean, you you don't really celebrate the anniversary of the game unless you have plans for it so i think between the leak between that site i think we can bank on a, a dragon's dogma 2 announcements at this showcase um and i i think you know if other than that if they just spend their time talking about street fighter 6 and resident evil 4 remake and, and the other games we know about um i, I think this would be the one announcement that I, I would I would put my money on uh, personally. Um, now the league initially had it for quarter two financial year twenty two, which would mean it should already be out. So clearly it's not. But if we go on the delays to both Street Fighter Six and um, Resident Evil Four Remake, it appears that they have slipped say three between three and six months. So maybe if we apply a similar delay to Dragon's Dogma, perhaps we'll see it in the fall or or the mm. holiday period. There's certainly a gap for it as well, because March, it's not exactly like it's a February game as well, and it's only a month in between. But if it slips there, you could probably do with a, do with a quiet uh, winter period. Whereas, no, there's, there's a Capcom gap there now, isn't there? So if, if this comes out October, November time, yeah. It's, um, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's it's a quieter kind of fall period than it usually is this yeah, year yeah, because probably. other games have slipped out. So I think there's a good opportunity to get in there. And I'm, I'm not aware of any other big RPGs thus far that are coming out there. Obviously, Starfield was delayed. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think it is a good opportunity. Um, I suppose the PS5 version of The Witcher is supposed to be coming out then, and, and obviously mm-hmm. that'd be somewhat similar games. So there might be some comparisons there, but that's a, a re, a, like a, a re-release, you it's know, a CD project, right? So that's getting delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Um. So yeah, no, I, I'm expecting this announcement, and, and I'm very excited for it. in, in terms of my, my own personal preferences, um, other games that were kind of you and you know in the the, the near future uh, from the hack were uh, Rockman, which obviously is the Japanese name for Mega Man, um, and that was due out in quarter three financial year twenty two. So that would be later this year. If we assume it's been delayed, if if it's coming still coming at all, it'll come sometime next year. Yeah. So it, it it could be another one we see here. Um, obviously people have been dying for a new Mega Man game. There, there hasn't been one since Mega Man 11, which was, was a while ago. Um, it was, it was okay. Um, you know, so uh, I'm sure people will be, be hungry for another one. Uh, Monster Hunter 6, which was supposed to come out next summer, but again, that could have slipped. Monster Hunter's massive. You know, we, we yeah. know that. I, I think we both dabbled with Monster Hunter World. Yeah, we did. And it was a good game. Wasn't I'd for play, me, but it was. Yeah, I'd, I'd play game. another one. I'd play another one. Although I finished that one, <laughs> but I'd play another one. I'd wonder if this is going to be a, a follow-up to Monster Hunter World. Um, yeah. 
it'd make a lot of sense to, to get one that's that's multi-plat rather than just just on the switch and and pc as is the case with the, the most recent um monster of the game and the other two games because i don't think there's a point going too in detail with games that were due for financial year 24 because you know chances are they're delayed for financial year 2025 now but the other two in 23 were Super Street Fighter 6, which was quarter four, financial year 23. No chance you're getting that now because they're not going to release Street Fighter 6 Absolutely. in 2023 and then yeah. Super Street Fighter 6 in the same year. So you can, you can guarantee that slipped at least six months, probably more. And the last game then is, um, Biohazard Apocalypse, uh, which is rumored to be Resident Evil 9. Again, I'd say that's been delayed, but that would make sense because they've had a trend of releasing, you know, virtually releasing a Resident Evil game every year. Yeah. So if remake, if four remake is coming next spring, you know, your bets would be that Resident Evil Nine or March Resident Evil Apocalypse, as yeah. it's going to be, will, will be March twenty twenty four, and that, that's that's nice timing i mean they've, they've kind of made that kind of yeah. march april may window their own that they've, they've been for the most part like one of the kind of game of the year contenders each mm. year with their new releases and you know that they that that's that window has worked for them so why not stick at it and you know it makes it makes no sense to deviate from that so um i mean it's a no-brainer that they'd be be working on another Resident Evil game, given the the recent popularity of of the series. Um, and as we said, any other games in the list: Final Fight Remake, Power Stone Remake, Ultra Street Fighter Six, and Resident Evil Hunk, which you know, based on uh, you know, kind of people's knowledge of Resident Evil, uh, is most likely some kind of spin-off game. They're they're probably so far flung in the future. That we're not likely to see them anytime soon, which is a shame because I, I personally think a Final Fight remake and a Power Stone remake are very exciting. Um, yeah, so I mean, really, in terms of the the event, my expectations are, are more Street Fighter Six, more Resident Evil Four remake, uh, probably uh, some Resident Evil Reverse as they look to launch that game. And then probably an announcement for Dragon's Dogma 2. And potentially, if you know, I think it's going to be short. I don't think there'll be that much in it. If there is to be one more thing, I'd guess it'd be Resident Evil Outrage. Because given that that game was initially supposed to launch at the end of last year, there seems to be a lot more info out there about it than some of these other leaked projects. You'd assume it was far along at, at a point. And, you know, unless, as we said, worst case, it's been cancelled. You're, you're going to hear about it at some point. So that would be kind of my, my dark horse for conclusion. But I, I'd, I'd have my doubts that we'll hear about anything. There, there might be some Monster Hunter uh, kind of co- uh, DLC or, or that kind of thing, I'm, I'm sure, given the popularity. But, the, you know, we don't really kind of consider that uh, an announcement. You know, it's just kind of, it's filler is what I see it as. Um, I, I don't see much else. I mean, you know, what do you have any expectations for, for this and, and what exactly it'll be? Um, I think it'll be quite a quick short one, to be honest. So I think it's a half an hour, um, uh, runtime. I, I, I want to see Dragon's Dogma. It's not, I'm not 
overly familiar with the first one, but having looked at pictures there whilst we were discussing it, it, it looks like it could be something that I'd play and buy. Um, so yeah, that's probably my main thing for that. I'm, I like the odd Resident Evil thing, but I liked it when it was more actiony than horror-y, uh, as I mentioned on the last week's show. Um, so yeah, Dragon's Dogma is probably the thing I'd, I'd be keeping an eye on for me. Um, but outside of that, yeah, Pragmata, just to see what it actually is. <laughs> um, and, and that Dino Mech game, just because it'll be mental. Exo Primal, why not? It'll, I reckon that will be one of them games where it's crap, but it'll be fun. That, that's just kind of how I feel with that one. But I still want to see it. But yeah, it should be a nice quick event. I mean, there's plenty of stuff there to look at. Even the stuff we've already seen, there's, there's at least two other games. Um, we can look in a bit deeper. And then whatever surprises we get from, from that list, it, it, should, it should be a nice quick event. A uh, nice fun event as well, I should say. But we will now move on to the Xbox showcase. And what we'll do is we'll go through Xbox uh, Studios, then we'll go through Bethesda and Second Party, and have a little looky at what they are working on, and if we think anything will be there, or maybe it'll be a bit too far out, etc. You you know the crack. You, you probably listen to other stuff doing similar. Right, Carl. Let's get the boring one out of the way. Three, four, three. Anything? So, obviously... You know, we we know obviously they're working on Halo Infinite. Uh, There's reports the other day that the the beta, the beta for the co-op campaign is coming out next month. I mean, Ooh. wowzers! You know, it's 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 taken them this long to get it. <laughs> and of course, there's the the next big update, which is rumored to bring Forge as well. But I don't think I I don't if three four three if all they have to talk about is Infinite. I don't think they'll be there because I don't think people want, like it's already embarrassing enough. You get mm. up on a stage and be like, here's a trailer for co-op, <laughs> co-op campaign or for forge mode or something. You know, people are just going to roll their eyes. Yeah. I, I just roll my eyes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think Microsoft, I think they'll read the room and I don't think they want to embarrass it. So the only way I see three, four, three industries there is if they have something new to talk about and kind of serial xbox leaker jez corden did confirm in recent weeks that that 343 industries are working on another project as well and it's most likely another halo project now that if you know if they have that to talk about then maybe they'll they'll be there Mm. But in what I'd say is, and I, I don't know if you, you share this view, but I, I think if it's a sole 343 project and they get up and announce that, I just think they're going to get a really negative backlash because people are going to be just, the, the obvious thing they're going to say is, why don't you finish the game you're working on first? Yeah. The only thing I see is if potentially is, you know, obviously the way Microsoft work, 343 are like the gatekeepers of Halo. The Coalition are the gatekeepers of Gears. Um, obviously, um, Rare are the gatekeepers of a lot of their old IP. 
So when you have a smaller studio, like a, a second party uh, project, like for example, when um, Battletoads came out recently and Rare kind of oversaw the project, or obviously when uh, the Gears of War Tactics and then the Coalition oversaw it. So unless it's that kind of project, you know, maybe like another Halo Wars or something like that, and another studio are taking the lead and 343 are, are simply supervising, if that's the case, then it makes sense to announce it. But if it's an actual 343 product, you keep that quiet for as long as possible and you focus, you just, you, you don't show up at this event and you just focus on getting co-op campaign and Forge done. And then maybe when you've done that, you'll be able to show your face and not hang it in, in shame. That, that's my view. I mean, what, what's your take on 343? Yeah, I think if they come up, story DLC, maybe but I feel like it'll be stuff like that I think they'll go on for too long and people will be like not asked because if it's story DLC then the question will be like when's co-op coming out when's Forge coming out rightfully so by the way because 343 butchered this (laughs) Um, the only reason I could see them being there is if the rumoured Battle Royale's ready but I that I don't think that's ready at all going on. I listened to that Jeff Corden the other day. He was talking about it. It's probably a couple of seasons away. Um, in terms of the in-game seasons for Halo. Um, so yeah, but a Halo Battle Royale that could probably have its own focus release thing. Whereas in here it might get lost. Maybe not marketing the right people as well because I think people watching this will be you'll be wanting to see avowed and stuff like that rather than a Halo Battle Royale but yeah if it's there it wouldn't surprise me but I, I'm with you I think 343 should skip this one and lay low <laughs> let someone else take the heat for once but yeah it's uh, not been pretty for uh, Halo developers. Uh, the Coalition car like, this one's probably more interesting because there's a bit more rumours about it yeah, I mean, obviously, Gears of War, Marcus Phoenix collection has been rumored for a while. I think initially it was just kind of known as the, the Gears of War trilogy collection. Um, but now it seems to have an actual title. Um, but some people seem to, to doubt this one. You know, some industry in, insiders kind of seem to suggest they haven't heard anything and that it seems more just it's an obvious rumor that that's that's gained ground but you know for me i just i just think there's been too much smoke for there to not be fire and as a lot of people have pointed out i think gears of war 2 and 3 aren't available on pc so this would be a chance to finally get them on pc um and i just think it's a probably an easy project for the coalition to kind of get out the door and and the xbox definitely need games at the moment um, especially with, with things being delayed, which I'm sure we'll come on to. So I think this happens and I think it's, it's, it's at the showcase. I mean, well, what do you think? Yeah, I think it wouldn't surprise me if it's here. I think it's, I think it is due because Gears, Gears 1 to 3, it's been long enough, I think. And there's, although they were really good looking at the time, if you always on TikTok, I see, um, Spoilers. I always see. Uh, oh my god, man! His name's gone blank. Who dies in three? Dom. Dom. That's it. Yeah. So 
I always say that on TikTok, and it's like saddest moments in gaming, and it it does look a bit aged now. So I think it is easy to do a a four K remaster or whatever, um, and it's just easy. Hopefully, it goes better than the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> um, I always love throwing shade at three four three, but yeah, I think it, I think it is. It's just an easy release. If it has been worked on for a little while, I mean, the initial rumor was. It was one of Xboxes. I was always hoping it would be a Fable one, but yeah, I think the Marcus Phoenix collection just makes more sense, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, if this is here, I won't be surprised because it's just a. If it was almost ready, maybe you can put back Gear Six, which is probably a couple of years away anyway, um, and just say try and rush this out and we'll fill fill somewhat of a gap. So yeah, it won't surprise me if this is here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's certainly worth. Uh, the potential of a Fable collection is, is certainly worth discussing. I'm sure we'll come to that when we come to that studio. Um, the next studio is Compulsion Games. Um, and uh, thanks to none other than Jess Corden again, we have an idea of what they are working on. So Codename Midnight, a single-player dark fantasy world inspired by America's Deep South. I mean, does does this one appeal to you at all, and and do you think that we'll we'll see it uh, at the event? Um, I think we do. Yeah, I think Compulsion's one of the ones we haven't seen from since the purchase. We've obviously seen Stay of Decay Free, um, but we've seen everyone else. I think under the Xbox Game Studios uh, umbrella, actually. In Exile, I don't think we've seen it actually, have we, uh, since Wasteland 3. So it's probably them two, um, out of the, the first bunch of lads that got bought. I don't know why I said lads, the <laughs> first bunch of developers that got bought. Um, so yeah, I think this one is due. I think this one will be here. I'm not sure how close it'll be to release, because if it was, you probably would have seen a CGI trailer last year. When everything was it two years ago, maybe two years ago, when everything was CGI trailers, but I think this one might because I think the one apparently this one will be focused gameplay. I think this one might be a a a quick CGI trailer, and maybe we'll see more at another event another time. Yeah, I have heard that suggestion that they're, they're going to be focused on on you know games that are are close and and shown gameplay for those but there there might be one or two where they they have no choice other than to to, to go with cgi and this may well be one of them i mean i i'm intrigued by this one because i really enjoyed um we happy few it was a boogie mess mm. but my god was it was it a great concept and i like i finished i never played the dlc but i finished the main game and and I enjoyed that game, so I'm I'm really intrigued to see what comes next from. And I'd agree, which I as I said, I do expect we'll see this one. This is one of them that I would personally bank on. Uh, next up, Double Fine. We know nothing. Too you know, uh, too soon, probably. Yeah, I, I mean Tim Schafer. There was rumors that Double Fine were working on a Banjo Kazooie remake, mm. and Tim Schafer. He seemed almost offended by the suggestion. <laughs> and he, he said, you know, if you want a rare game, you know, play a rare game. You know, we're, we're here to make double fine games, uh, paraphrasing. Yeah. And he, he said that their, their new game would be a new and original product. And that's literally all we know. And I, I think double fine used to kind of make smaller games and therefore they could have a few 
games in the pipe at the one time. But I think now that they've moved to Microsoft, I think it's probably evolved. They've, they've got the financial backing. I think they're probably fo- their next thing is going to be something new and big and focused. And I, I just I don't think we see it at this event. Like I think Double Fine give this a miss. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, the initiative is it even worth talking about. No, I mean no. The, the the initiative are are in a mess. I mean they, they've lost so much staff. Crystal Dynamics, Crystal Dynamics <laughs> have had to come in to help them. Um, like this 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 game isn't in any sense close. And I, I you know, similar to we talked about how it'd be embarrassing for three four three to come out and talk about more about Halo Infinite. I feel the same about the initiative and perfect Earth because they're not going to have anything of substance mm-hmm. to, to show. And it's just. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's been completely bad press. So I, I, I think much like Double Fine and potentially 343, I, I think they, they're missing from this this show. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, in Exile, this one, again, more interesting because we've not seen anything from them since Wasteland 3. Um, we do have little notes about what their next game will be. It's apparently reported reported to be a horror-based uh, first-person shoot with RPG elements. Obviously, from In Exile, we've seen the Wasteland series, which is a top-down strategy-type RPG thing. Um, this sounds... Interesting, but I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, in Exile, like the, the developers, there, like they're they're kind of veterans um, of the industry, and, and you know, particularly when it comes to RPGs, and you know, their their most recent game, of course, was Wasteland Three. The, the game has a, a great reputation, you know. It's it's kind of like a cult classic, you know. I say cult classic because obviously it doesn't have this this like kind of mass appeal but the people who play it love it and i mean they're they're kind of like you know they're they're in a way kind of overshone by their their bigger brothers nowadays under the the mics of window obsidian and and bethesda Mm -hmm. you know in in that in terms of that rpg sense but that's not to count them out and and you know they're 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 dark horses really, and and it's you know it's exciting now to see what their first. But you know we t- I talked about obviously Double Fine will 
probably be working on something big now with that Microsoft money. And, you know, it's the same thing for an exile. This is going to be their first completely backed Microsoft project. And it is exciting. And then obviously the concept we've heard, which I think again was another Jess Gordon link, a uh, leak rather was, you know, a horror based FPS with RPG elements that, that, you know, straight away, I'm, I'm just thinking like Bioshock and cause that's what Bioshock yeah. was. And, you know, Bioshock is one of the best games ever. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be as good as Bioshock, but it, it's exciting to see what they, they do. And, you know, by all accounts of the, the reports of people that say they've, they've seen kind of uh, early images and stuff from the game, it, it, it sounds really intriguing. And I think we'll see this because I think it's been enough time since Wasteland 3. And also, you know, only recently, um, their studio head was very vocal on Twitter, mm. kind of defending criticism of Game Pass and stuff. And I don't think you're going to be that vocal unless you know you're ready to go with a new product. I think if you're early in a product, you're more likely to be quiet. Um, that's just my personal view. So I, 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 and I'll, you know, we there's some studios we've dismissed and said we won't see, but in XR will be one I, I'd be pretty confident we will see. Do you reckon be gameplay or just CGI this from? Um, difficult to say. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show. You know, I'm gonna be hopeful and and, and say I, I gameplay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my money down and say we'll we'll see some gameplay for this one. Hopefully, I mean, there's a 90 minute show apparently, so why not? So yeah, I'd hope for gameplay as well. Uh, now, that's probably not our favourite thing, but it is the biggest developer here in terms of money. It is Mojang, obviously Minecraft stuff, but there is reportedly two games in development from them. Um, Minecraft Dungeons, I played, it was quite fun. Um, Minecraft Cells, they'll probably be there in some capacity. Yeah, I mean, I don't like my base Minecraft. Um, you know, I tried a friend of mine. He was uh, actually my friend was here recently for my housewarming, and he was he was actually talking about it and saying how he tried to get me and our other friend who was here into Minecraft, but we just completely dissed him on it. <laughs> just wouldn't play it. Um, I just it's just too much for me. It's similar to how I don't like the building in Fortnite. You know, I like Lego, but you know, I like Lego. You know, but I don't like Lego in my video games, <laughs> and that's what uh what this this is to me I, I just just could not get into it at all but i you know i heard good things about minecraft dungeons and i've, I've kind of been eyeing it for a while as potentially something to pick up i'd kind of play with my fiance because she's kind of getting back into games you know she doesn't play them. she's actually upstairs playing the sims 4 on on the ps5 as we speak um but like we, we've been kind of dabbling in some co-op games obviously i, I talked about last week i were playing um it takes two. Uh, we've played some beat 'em ups. Uh, we picked up Lego Harry Potter because she's a big Harry Potter fan. And I'm a big Diablo fan. So this kind of Diablo light in, in the form of my Minecraft Dungeons, I think that'll be a, 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 a potential one for us. So, you know, I, I am intrigued by it. So, you know, at one point I would have thought, you know, Minecraft's always just going to be Minecraft. But then when Dungeons came out and was successful, and of course, before you had like the, the Minecraft story mode, like the, the Telltale game, mm. you know, Minecraft has proven that it can be, you know, 
something other than the base game and, and be a success. So I'm intrigued to know what these games are. Um, you know, and I'd hope there'll be something a bit more inventive than just like a Minecraft kart racing game and a Minecraft party fighter. Um, looking at you, Nickelodeon. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, chances are they're not going to be for me, but nonetheless, I'll, I'll be, be watching for whenever we do see these Minecraft games and that's not to say that we'll see. Um, one of them, especially not both of them, uh, at the showcase. But, you know, I, I, I will be keeping an eye on these and, and see if they, they are something interesting like Minecraft Dungeons was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll be in Game Pass. I, I play Dungeons, as I said at the start. It'll be fun. As long as it's something in my wheelhouse, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. Um, next up, we have Ninja Theory, which is an interesting one, because we saw a lot of it at the Game Awards, and that kind of makes me doubt whether we'll see it here, unless we get a release date. But everything we've seen of Ninja uh, of um, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 has been been at the Game Awards. It was the initial <clears throat> it was the initial game we saw with the console. We saw the big the game played uh, demo at, at the Game Awards as well, so unless we're getting a release date and it's somehow this year, which very very much doubtful, I think they may save this till December. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, there has been rumours that it, you know, obviously it's they were setbacks on one in the development. So you know, unfortunately, I'd probably lean that way with you as well. Unless surprisingly, kind of they've gotten things on track and they're ready to give us a release date. I don't think they're going to show this one again anytime soon. Um. Which is unfortunate because, you know, we, we were both fans of, of the Hellblade's newest sacrifice and I'm really intrigued to see what they do on a larger scale with, with more money and more time. Because while the game, you know, visually it was impressive and the sound design is potentially the best sound design I've, I've ever seen in a video game, the combat was basic, you know, and, and the gameplay in general was pretty basic, you know, it was match up symbols and then just have a simple hack and slash fight, you know, with these generic enemies. Like it mm. wasn't the best gameplay, uh, you know, but, but I'm sure they'll evolve all that with the sequels. And I'm really excited to see this one. But I mean, at, at the end of the day, we, we don't see, need to see a game on, until it's ready. So if they need more time, they, they need more time. Um, but I am really intrigued by, you know, and I'm not sure we've ever talked about it before. Their, their other confirmed project, uh, codenamed Project Mara, which is said to be a recreating of the terror of mental health issues. I mean, we talked about a moment ago that, that sound design in Hellblade. So when I think about that sound design and I think about recreating the terror of mental health issues, I'm not even sure I could comfortably play this game. You know, I'm, I'm afraid to play this game. Well, if they just if they literally, it'd probably be oversimplified it. But if if they just turn up like the the voices in Senua's head from the first game up to eleven, and that's basis basis of the game, it'll be be a horrifying experience. <laughs> so yeah, it might be might be one of the most off putting games, but intriguing games at the same time. 
Yeah, kind of like when you hear about a really gory movie and you know it's going to make you uncomfortable, but just the pure intrigue uh, makes you watch it. Um, I mean, do you think, given that you know we're we're obviously pessimistic on on Hellblade two being shown, but you know we don't know the exact setup on Ninja Theory. They could be have two different teams working on the two different products. So if that's the case, do you think there's potential that while we might not see Hellblade two, that we could see product Mara and maybe maybe get a sneak peek at that and, and potentially get a, a full time title for the game, so to speak. Yeah, I think we could get a quick CGI thing. Or maybe maybe like a little I suppose in engine little lucky or what it actually is and the name as you say. But yeah, I don't I don't think it'll be too I think that's prob that's more likely than Hellblade two, I'd probably say that. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree, uh, given what we know about Hellblade 2. Yeah. Uh, moving on then to, let's call it Xbox's go-to, guys, you'd probably say. At the main, it, it is Obsidian. This one, probably the one that'll have the biggest presence there, you'd say. Uh, let's do the quick one. Grounded, it'll be there. I think the, the 1.0 release will, is soon or meant to be released soon so that'll be there we'll see all the new stuff for that that'll probably be a quick sizzle reel but we we know what grounded is it's a fun game um avowed obviously shown in the big cgi show from a couple of years ago or i can't remember time flies or a couple of years ago this one screams big gameplay demo to me yeah yeah, I mean, Obsidian are an interesting studio. Like they, they tend they from what I gather, they're divided. They have like kind of one larger team and then some smaller teams of varying sizes. And but I think that one larger team is focused on Avowed. Yeah, and I think that's the one they've been um fo- focused on all all along. And you know, bizarrely, I think they, when the Outer Worlds 2 was announced, it was later reported that that was a mistake and they were meant to show something uh, relating to Avowed and somehow mm-hmm. the Outer Worlds 2 footage got got uh, fed in instead, so they just rolled with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the focus has been on uh, Avowed all along. I, I think the, the Outer Worlds 2 is, is likely a ways off and, and, you know, spoilers, I don't think we'll see that. Yeah. But I do think we'll we'll certainly see Avowed and I think we'll see something meaty and I'd even go as far as saying I, I think I think we'll get a release date for Avowed. I, I know, uh, I think um, Maddie Schroeder of um, uh, kind of a, a popular youtuber um i may have butchered his surname there um mr maddie plays yeah. um yeah, yeah, he's yeah. also on uh um defining duke defining duke yeah that he kind of he could see it being given a 2022 release date i, I don't wish. think so no <laughs> but i i could see it be given like a fall 23 window that that's my expectation and i'm really excited for this one i mean i'm a big obsidian fan and um, I, I just love to see what they do uh, in a in a fancy setting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I know there's inevitably going to be comparisons to uh, Elder Scrolls Six when that comes out, but that's probably a, that's a long four, way away. That's five years. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very com- confident about, about it. It may well be the game I'm most excited about here, but I'm, I'm, I'm confident we'll see it, and I'm confident that we'll get a release window. 
Yeah, I'm with you there. I think this will probably be the, especially from the Xbox, the game studio side. I think this will be the the centerpiece from from this set. It big gameplay demo, and then not a date, a window, because putting dates on stuff leads to trouble. <laughs> um, even if you just say coming next year or some point, that'd probably do me. Uh, I agree with you. Outer Worlds two, no chance. Um, Fallout Project. I've heard similar stuff. I've seen the same rumours that. Well, it just logically makes sense because Fallout Five won't be in this gen on on Bethesda's current cycle. So if they are, if they want to do a side project, Obsidian's the obvious choice here, unless an exile wants to get back in back in the uh, swing of things. But Fallout Vegas, New Vegas Two whatever, wherever the setting is. But this kind of makes sense and it'll be a lot of fanfare. Even if it is just an Outer Worlds 2 comedy um, logo section. Yeah, I mean, this project makes a lot of sense. Um, I'd agree with you there. Obviously, Bethesda are focused on Starfield and then once they've moved on from that, it's going to be, you know, all hands on deck for Elder Scrolls 6. So, you know, if we were waiting on Bethesda to make a Fallout 5 or, you know, whatever you want to call it, we're going to be waiting a long time. You know, you, you know, you and I probably have children in college by that point. So it makes sense to pass it off to another studio. Although some people may argue, well, you know, Obsidian have 7 million projects in the pipeline. Uh, but they they seem to have a good setup for for handling multiple projects. So you know I'm I'm not surprised. I think it was Jeff Grubb that reported that there has been talks held. You know with, with Bethesda and Microsoft and Obsidian about this, but that it's early doors. And given that it's early doors, I I don't think we see that at this. You know I, I you know I think Jeff Jeff Grubb has tried to kind of make that clear that it it is early. Um, so I don't think we see it yet, but in a way it's a shame because, you know, as a lot of people would probably suggest, New Vegas is potentially the best of the modern Fallout games. Um, you know, now there's no surprise given Obsidian have a, a kind of a lineage with the series. Um, but at the same time, it's it's not so disappointing because, you know, as we said, Avowed is coming and, and I'm really intrigued to see what they, they do in, in that setting. So, you know, I just I don't want, and I know we're 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 going to come on to one last game, which likely is going to be a new announcement from Obsidian. But in general, I don't want them announcing any more products. I know Outer Worlds too, as I said, was supposedly a mistake. They didn't mean to announce it, but they did. So that that's another product that's out there in the ether. Like I'd rather them just focus on getting the games out. I, you know, Microsoft have made that mistake too much lately, where they're announcing games that are too far off. And it's just frustrating for fans then when they're getting delayed and, and all sorts. Just, you know, tell us when they're close to ready. And I know that is supposedly the focus for this showcase. Gameplay, games that are imminent, etc. Cool. Stick to that. So I, I personally don't want to see, I know, I know a lot of Fallout fans would disagree with me, but I don't want to see this product announced yet. Just, just not quite yet. If they confirm its existence, I'd understand. But yeah, I think at least at least be in the region of a CGI trailer, but if it is Obsidian, we we know. I mean, 
I suppose the Outworlds 2 is that early. You could flip them round or something. I don't think anyone would forgive Obsidian if they focused on a Fallout title over the Outworlds 2. But yeah, it's very much too early. And if the Outworlds 2 was a mistake... Yeah, they probably won't do, won't want to do that again unless they found it funny and just want to keep doing that. But anyway, I, I mean, it would be enough if they like, you know, um, maybe someone from Aid or or someone from Bethesda, like Todd Howard or something, came out and spoke to Phil Spencer, and they kind of said, you know, we're looking at ways in which our teams can collaborate on, on each other's IPs and, and stuff like that, because that, that would be kind of the wink, wink, you know, Obsidian are doing Fallout and, and what else could be happening kind of thing. That's enough. I don't think we need specific titles uh, as yet, you know, when, the, when they're likely to be a, a few years off, but that, that's just my personal take. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Uh, last one from Obsidian then, this was one that we put in at last second, because we, well, I, I listened to another show previewed it, and they, they brought up uh, Pentiment, uh, Josh, Josh Sawyers, I can't speak, investigative RPG project. Um, it sounds interesting, obviously it seems like a bit of a slightly smaller project, but it seems close, I'm sure, I, I think Josh Sawyer's been on, on active on Twitter, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I like the way, as I, as I said, Obsidian have these smaller teams and they can work on kind of multiple products and they have some smaller products on the go. I think Grounded kind of started out that way and then they've kind of they've kind of backed it and put a bit more staff into yeah. it because of how popular it's it's been. And like we, we dabbled with, with Grounded before, it's a it's a fun time. Um, so I am intrigued by these these smaller projects and and you know obviously josh sawyer is, is an important person at obsidian and um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to, to see kind of what he what he has here and it does seem like he's hinting that this is going to be unveiled and um, so i guess we could we, we're going to be adding this to another one of the confirmed projects at, at obsidian and um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see what it is i mean i, I like you know I, I like when games use rpg elements well but you know, aren't necessarily a standard RPG. And we are talking earlier, obviously, about In Exile's uh, FPS with RPG elements, and then this obviously is an investigative game with, with RPG elements. So I'm, I'm certainly intrigued to see what it's all about. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, probably another one, confirmed gameplay. If it is close, release date, release window, whatever. But yeah, that one, probably out of all these, would be this year, you'd think, um, to fill somewhat of a gap. But yeah, that'll be interesting to see what it is. Uh, Playground Games, Carl, and Fable, obviously, maybe Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon DLC stuff, but eh, asked. But Fable, the development's apparently not going too well, according to Insiders and stuff like that. Uh, and maybe downscaled a bit. The, again, this was CGI trailer a few years ago, yada, yada, yada. With that report, unless it was a basically uh, pulling a fast one, I, I can't see it being there unless it's in game engine stuff rather than just full CGI. But I'd probably rather just wait for for it to be somewhat ready. Yeah, I mean that 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 news was really kind of a kick in the teeth. I mean, like we we talked about it way back when when this game was unveiled, and and we were really excited because. 
you know, playground games, they were a great studio. I mean, they, they knock it out of the park, you know, every couple of years with, with new Forza Horizon. I know a racing game isn't a, you know, an RPG, but they, it is an open world game. You know, they know how to make kind of, you know, inviting open worlds. And they had brought in kind of specialists that are focused on RPGs. So I was personally excited for this one. And, like after announcement, they seemed to just go quiet and you know it just seemed like a dream and then just suddenly we had this news drop that supposedly they're they're finding it hard and they've had to scale back on their ambitions and then it just kind of felt like deja vu because you know i, I still remember reading magazine articles about the original fable and mm. all the stuff that peter molyneux told us we were going to be able to do and then suddenly they're like, "Oh shit, we we can't do this." And then maybe he kinda... was the specialist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went from being an open world RPG to 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 being kind of a you know a you know a level based yeah. Yeah. you know kind of linear RPG. And and even by the time we got to Fable Three, it wasn't truly open world. So we thought this was going to be the first true open world fable and although i'm sure it still is going to be open world it's not going to be quite the epic we thought it was going to be i mean i hope they just take their time with this one maybe draft in people from from other xbox game series to help with it you know they've they've done that like the coalition obviously helped with uh, 343 with halo infinite and, and other things so you know if you could get some people from in exile from obsidian from bethesda to come and help turn 10, you know, pe- people who the, the, the OGs with, with open world RPGs, you know, and just take your time and just get Fable right. That's what I want to see. Like, you know, I'm, I'm bummed that it's not as far along as we hoped it would be. And it, it's, but I just hope that they, they pull it back and, you know, if they need to take more time to do that, then by all means do it. But one thing I'm intrigued by, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the Gears of War trilogy, that at one point there was a rumor that it could be a Fable collection. And that that is intriguing to me because could that be kind of, could, especially with the difficulties they ran into, you know, let, let me just play hypotheticals here. Could there be a situation where maybe playground games are like all right you know maybe we're not as used to doing rpgs as as we thought you know maybe we don't have the the, the experience yet you know and, and cut the idea maybe let's go and make a kind of a remake of the original fable or, or kind of a remastered trilogy of the original three games whatever the case might be and and kind of break their their duck kind of you know like can it get, get started let's get say on, on, on RPGs yeah. yeah and it seems to be a strategy that Embracer Group take with a lot of their older IPs they they give the IP to a studio they say go and remake this old PS2 game and then they say all right you did a good job there now make a sequel you know we, uh, that seems to be what's happening with um for example destroy all humans could we maybe see Playground Games do something similar and, and come out with a, a, a Fable remake before they go back to this new Fable project? God, I wish. I love Fable. <laughs> Even 2 and 3, which aren't highly as thought of, but I love them free. I love them free games. My mate owes me money on Fable 3, so that'd be a way to get it back. Um, I wish. I think that's unlikely. But if Fable's 
if Xbox have said Fable, it's kind of fucked. It's going to be 2024 at the earliest. 2025, more likely, if it has been downsized and stuff like that. Plus, everything from 2022 is now in 2023, and some of that will get pushed back into 2024. It's probably less of a rush now for Fable. So maybe, just to get some, maybe not this year, but if they want to test Playground games, and may, even if it's just one, rather than all three of them, because one is the main one, let's be fair. Yeah, I I could see it, but at the same time, I think people would be like, where the fuck's the new game? <laughs> um, but I I think I'm more wishing that into reality than it probably being reality. But if that was there, I'd probably be my, my most hyped thing there. But yeah, I think that's unlikely, albeit I'd love it to be true. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think it's just the kind of wishful thing on my part. It's probably too late in the, in the day for them to have deviated from the, yeah. the main product, especially when obviously they have uh, Forza uh, Horizons to be working on as well, um, albeit a, another team. Um, but it, it, you know, it, it is something for uh, not just microsoft to consider but all publishers with with kind of older ip that they're looking to to revive that maybe doing a remake isn't the, the worst idea you know <laughs> maybe these these embracer lads the game works. give me morrowind and give me oblivion uh, yeah i mean that, 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 that wouldn't be the worst um uh, moving on though, uh, speaking of a studio known for their old IPs, uh, we have Rare. Um, sea of Thieves obviously is their ongoing title. Uh, that's still popular. I'm sure there'll be some kind of DLC for that. So, although I, I, I'm not sure that's something that demands a showcase presence. Uh, Everwild, yet another example of a disaster from a Microsoft yeah. studio. A game that was uh, announced too Soft early. Soft reset, I think. <laughs> and then, yeah, reset, because apparently they, they found they couldn't quite do what they wanted to do. Um, another one, you know, I'd say much like Fable, um, that they probably just need to kind of keep quiet on and, and work on, on something um, quietly. Um, so really, for me, I, I don't know what your take is, but for me, similar to what I said about 343, the only way I kind of expect slash want to see 343, obviously, is if they're overseeing a Halo product by another studio. So similarly, I would only want to see Rare if they're overseeing a, a project on one of their existing IPs by a, like a, a smaller studio. And one such project that, I say rumored, but you could effectively say it's confirmed, given that the achievements popped up on Xbox's website the other day is a remaster of GoldenEye. So surely this is a banker guy. You'd think so. I think the achievements leaked in there and, and, and stuff like that. So you'd think so. It'll be interesting to see if it is rare. I I'll uh, have the James Bond license now, don't they? Well, a new they've, they've bond, been permitted but... to make a James Bond game. Yeah. Maybe we have a section. <laughs> a James Bond section. But yeah, if Rare are making it or someone else is making it, it, it should be there going off going off what we've seen with the achievements and stuff being leaked there. And that'll just 
literally fill everyone with nostalgia and happiness, I think. Certainly. It'd probably be disappointing, uh, let's be honest, but it'll be fun there, whilst it lasted. Yeah, I mean, there is a... I don't know another. I don't know if I can call it a rumor or if it's just collective invention that people are just trying to will it into existence. But there has been talk of a Banjo Kazooie remake to to mark the anniversary. Um, you know, could we potentially see that or some other kind of side project from a, a small uh, studio, maybe being supervised by by Rare, and um, you know, potentially announced at the showcase. Or do you think Goldeneye could potentially be it from that side of things? I think Banjo's always one people want because it's been a very long time, hasn't it? Um, it Rare just seem to have too much on their plate for that. But I think everyone's earmarked toys for Bob, haven't they, when the Activision thing goes through? So maybe the way. Yeah, there there has been talk of that. Um, although I think at the, at the moment they're they're focused on um, Crash because I think there was rumours mm. of a Crash multiplayer game um, being announced. Soon. Yeah, something like that. party brawler thing, wasn't it? But yeah, it, the, Banjo will exist at some point. I just doubt it'll be from Rare because Sea of Thieves is continuing an ever wild mess. So. Yeah, probably Banjo, but I imagine it'll be a little while away. So yeah, uh, probably not here in this one. Um, Turn 10 Studios, I mean Forza's, but Forza Motorsport reboot we saw a couple of years ago as well. Uh, we saw Gran Turismo out on the PlayStation side uh, earlier this year, which seems to be a, a really big success. This will probably be here just to show off the power of the console and stuff like that, like every other racing game. It'll, it'll look pretty, but it's a racing game. It has a niche audience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Forza Motorsport, when it comes out, it, you know, it, I'd, I'd safely say it's going to be a quality game. They always are. I mean, I, I even dabbled in them myself once upon a time, but I'm, I'm not a, a racer myself. Um, I think this one will be there, and I think we'll probably get a release date. I mean, this is probably the one game that I'd be pretty confident on the Xbox side that we will get a release date for. Um, so yeah, no, for me this is a, a banker, but I don't really have much to, to say on the game because I haven't played a Forza since Forza Motorsport Three, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Undead Lab started. Words. Undead Lab State of Decay Three. If I try and speak at a human speed, there. Uh, again, this was CGI. Uh, I don't think this will be here. No, it's another. I mean, it feels like every second studio we're talking about a blunder yeah. where they announced a game early and then ran into difficulty in development, and this is yet another one. Um, so again, I, I'd imagine they're just quiet until the game is ready to go, and I, I don't think it's going to be ready to go in in the next six months. So I'd imagine maybe this is something we might have to wait for maybe the game awards to see something further on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I don't think we have much to say here because you know <laughs> what we have is a CGI trailer and rumors that they're struggling. So yeah, I think it'll be radio silence from Undead Labs for another event. Yeah, uh, console port of Age of Empires, the only rumour from World's Edge, uh, I think that's actually confirmed, but is that, that'll probably be a quick one, if anything, because we all know what 
Age of Empires is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could see that. Um, at one point, I was very intrigued about a, a console port. Now less so, because I have a laptop that can run Age of Empires 4, so I don't need to play it on a console. Obviously, I'm going to prefer to play it with a mouse and keyboard. Um, but nonetheless, I, I think it's a no-brainer to bring it across to consoles. It, it is going to sell. So I, I, I could see that one at the showcase. Yeah. Uh, moving on then to Bethesda slash Zenimax. Um, Alpha Dog M- Mobile. Eh. Yeah, we, we can't even begin to speculate what they're working on. You know, chance are it's probably a, a Bethesda IP, a mobile version, but which one, when, where, I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, Doom uh, Shelter. It's the place for them anyway is uh, is is the showcase. Although Bethesda have been known to announce mobile games on stage in the past. We've, we've seen it with Elder, Blow, uh, Elder, Blade, uh, Elder Scrolls Blades Elder and uh, Fallout Shelter. Um, and Fallout Shelter being announced really did gangbusters for that game. Like, it, it crazy. So, um uh, we can't rule that completely, but we couldn't begin to speculate on, on what it would be. Absolutely. Uh, Arkane, Redfall obviously got delayed. This one will definitely be here. This one will be definitely, well, should be. Do, a do they game. dare give it a new date, though, Guy? That's the question. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jesus, no. I mean, I suppose the debate is, do you think Redfall will come out first, or do you think... Um, God, what do you call Starfield. it? Starfield, Jesus. Uh, Starfield will come out first. Uh, um, I'm going to say Redfall. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is if Starfield and, and Devoured get on each other's toes, maybe they want a, a buffer game. But, yeah. If, if Starfield's late spring and Devoured's winter... That's probably fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, Redfall, we should see gameplay. We should see a release. I'm doing air quotes just so people can, so, so they know, window. Um, but yeah, Redfall, we should see what this game exactly is by the end of the showcase. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd be confident on that. Um, for sure. Um, I'd agree. I don't think they'll risk a date. Um, I'm, I have mixed feelings on this one. I'm, I'm intrigued because I really like Arcane. You know, we, we know I've waxed lyrical many times on this podcast about how much I love Dishonored. Um, but at the same time, I feel there's a little bit of fatigue on Left for Dead likes. You know, we've had a lot of them lately. Um, I, I dabble with Back for Blood. It was, it was fun. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been intrigued by, um, Rainbow Six, uh, Quarantine. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's been a lot of them, so it'll need to do something special to, to stand out. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think this will be one of the big ones from the Bethesda side at, at the showcase. Um, but could Arcane, would, would that be all we see from Arcane? Or, or do you think we could potentially have the, the Deathloop um, release for Xbox? Although I suppose we have to consider that Potentially, the the twelve the, the rumored that it was exclude timed exclusive for twelve months, and that could mean that for twelve months you're you're not allowed to mention it on another console, which would mean we're still in that twelve month window. So they might not even be allowed to talk about this one yet, and it might just be one that kind of gets a a quick press release in September. Yo, Deathloop's coming to Game Pass on such and such a day. 
maybe. Um, but I mean, if we say there's no legal restrictions here, we let, let's just say hypothetically there's no legal restrictions. They're allowed to talk about it. Could could you see them making some kind of announcement? Yeah, if legally they can, I, I don't see why not. Maybe DLC's been slightly rumoured as well, but whether PlayStation have exclusivity on that as well. Um, but if if not, if there's no issues coming to Game Pass Day 1, September, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a quick, literally, picture frame and voiceover type stuff. Because why would you show a gameplay of a game that's been out uh, for a year? Um, but yeah, it... People been looking forward to it, uh, but yeah, if it if it's there, it's there. Um, Bethesda Game Studio. I mean, same story for Starfield. We know what it is by writing, and we know that Bethesda Game Studios do big open RPG, but we still want to see it because Bethesda Game Studio Fallout seventy six, crap. Let's be fair, and Fallout four. Albeit it got loads of awards, I think still people a bit disappointed by it. So this has a lot of pressure on it for a for a studio that is known as one of the best in, in well, not even recent history, but in history of, of game development. So this is a pressure game, and the, the, the delay didn't help. Yeah, I mean, the the problem really for um, Bethesda has has been. You know the the age of their engine. I mean, yeah. I think even by Skyrim, the engine was starting to show a, a little bit of age. You know, not to say Skyrim wasn't an amazing game, of course it was, but you know, there, it was showing its age somewhat. Um, you know, then obviously we had Fallout Four, which certainly showed its age. Again, I enjoyed the game, I platinumed it, but it was definitely a step down on Fallout Three and and Fallout New Vegas. It just didn't have the shine they had. And then 76, which I don't even know why Bethesda really put their name to it, because by all reports, they didn't actually develop that game. It's developed by a different studio. Um, but nonetheless, they put their name on it and, and they paid for that because that game was uh, an absolute mess. So, you know, I think they have to get Starfield right. There's a lot riding on it and, you know, it, it's been delayed and, and you know, I always think delaying a game's the right decision. You, you need to get it out. You don't want it to, to come out like a mess. Sometimes games get delayed and do come out like a mess. I'm looking at you, Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> but hopefully they don't come out of that kind of situation because that, that would be an absolute disaster given what we've just spoken about. Um, you know, I, I'm hopeful though. I'm hopeful they'll get it right on this one. I, I think. You know, Todd Howard's talked about how this, this is something he's wanted to do, you know, kind of like a space opera. So I'm, I'm, for that reason, I, I, I'm excited to see kind of what a, a passion project from Todd Howard looks like, because I think the last time we saw that was probably Fallout 3, because he was so excited to get to work on the Fallout series. And I loved that game. So, mm. you know, I'm, I'm really hyped for this one and I'm hopeful and, uh, you know, sir, I don't think they've given us reason to be hopeful, but I am nonetheless blindly hoping that this is a, you know, a return to form for Bethesda and this is a, another top quality title. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost naively hopeful as well. That's all I heard it for myself. Uh, Elder Scrolls won't be there, let's be honest. Um, that was no. way too renowned, but Starfield, uh, maybe we get one of the classic Bethesda was it like 10 minute game demos yeah I can see that yeah hopefully um, id Software 
rumours of a Quake reboot. I think Doom due a break. Um, so yeah, Quake. There is Quake Con though, which might be more fitting. But um, true. Could you could you see it in there? Yeah. Um... I, I don't know. I, I think Doom, as you said, I think isn't for break. I mean, by all accounts, I haven't gotten around to Eternal yet, but by all accounts, the DLC for Eternal wraps things up. Like, it doesn't look like there's any room for Doom 3. Um, so I'd say any future Doom game will probably be a, not a complete reboot, but a soft reboot. So I think that could be a few years off. Um, I do think their next product, as a result, has to either be something Quake-related or a new IP I'd probably be fair to see a new IP, but I know there's a lot of demand for Quake out there. The last kind of free-to-play game they were working on was a bit of a disaster. So I think, you know, people would love to see, a, you know, a Quake game that has the kind of the, the same stylistic appeal of, of the Doom reboots, but also has that, that frantic multiplayer that the Quake fans love. Um so I, I could certainly see this rumor being true, but as you say, QuakeCon makes a lot more sense. So if that's the case, you know, we, we might not yet see, um, it, um, which is okay because, you know, it's, it's not been that long since Doom Eternal and, and, and it's DLC. So, you know, as always, my attitude is, you know, reveal whatever you have when, when you're ready. So, um, yeah, no, I could, I could, uh, I, I I could see it giving this one a, a miss personally, and as you said, showing up at uh, QuakeCon um, in the months to come. Yeah, I think that's probably more fitting. To be fair, um, machine games. Now this one's probably more interesting. We got the Indiana Jones teaser reveal type thing last year. Was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago. No, last year, last year. Last year. I think it was the start of last year, wasn't it? Um, we kind of do, but that teaser was nothing. So, yeah, it was like a Twitter video. Yeah. It's a weird one. I, it might be there, but it might not be gameplay. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see CGI, um, I, I could see that, and, and kind of just a confirmation of what the game's title and and what it is, whether it's first person or third person. Um, you know, machine games are obviously their bread and butter is first person, but people might argue with a a, a character like Indiana Jones, you'd kind of want him in in third person. So those kind of details in a, in a CGI trailer. Um, could well be the way they go here. Like I, I'd be expecting to see this one. Yeah, yeah, and plus, plus Indiana. I think Indiana Jones has got put in Fortnite as well, so free market. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be there. I mean, the the other rumor or reported thing is Wolfenstein Three, which I think it was Pete Hines said years ago that Wolfenstein Three is a thing, but then they got given Indiana Jones, so. Probably got paused, you'd expect. Yeah, like Wolfenstein 3 was reported long before Indiana Jones was revealed, and, and, and we just kept it, every event. I, I think there's a couple of podcasts probably where I said, Oh, yeah, we're going to see, I'd say we'll see Wolfenstein 3. And spoilers, we didn't. So I, I don't know whether a combination of factors might have kind of led to them kind of parking Wolfenstein 3. Firstly, obviously, the opportunity to work on Indiana Jones. But secondly, 
Wolfenstein Youngblood, which was a bit shit, mm. um, which was a co-production between um, obviously Machine Head Games and, and Arcane Studios. Um, I, I think around the same time, people forget, obviously, that they also released um, the VR game for Wolfenstein, which actually was was fairly well-received, um, but Youngblood was not and therefore it might just make sense to get some distance between that come out with indiana jones and then maybe uh bring wolfenstein 3 out in, in a few years um so yeah no I, I wouldn't be expecting to see wolfenstein i don't think machine games are the kind of studio that could handle kind of two large products uh, products at once so yeah no i i i'd, I'd agree i'd say wolfenstein 3 would be parked for now yeah yeah uh, moving on then, Roundhouse Studios, uh, former Human Head Studios staff, uh, rumour multiplayer game based on popular comic book licence. First I've heard of this, could be anything? Yeah, uh, I mean, Human Head Studios, um, they were the team that were, at one time, they, they were independent, but they were working for Bethesda on Prey 2 which was the sequel to the original Prey game, which was obviously the, the game that came out, I think, in 2005 on the uh, Xbox 360. It was an early game for Xbox 360. I think it had been initially due for, like, the GameCube, and it got pushed back and pushed back. And when it came out, it was a little dated, but it was a fun game. I played it. But Prey 2 was revealed, and it was supposed to be this game where you were, like, a human who'd been abducted by aliens, and became a bounty hunter on like an alien planet. This is this open world game and it looked absolutely amazing, but it just was over ambitious and they couldn't get it done and it got cancelled. And obviously then Arcane were given prey and, and brought out the reboot, which was in itself popular. But uh, Bethesda saved Human Head Studios by, by bringing them in house and, and creating Roundhouse Studios. And at the time Bethesda got them, they were rumored to be working on this multiplayer game based on a popular comic book license. And it's thought that Bethesda brought that project along with them. So they're still working on that. And if that's the case, I feel we have to see it now. If we don't see that now, clearly that project's been abandoned and they're on to something different, I'd say. It sounds interesting, whatever the hell it is, (laughs) to be honest. So... That could be fun. Uh, Tango Gameworks, Ghostwire Tokyo's already just came out, so doubt we see them. Yeah, we're not going to. I don't think we'll see that, and therefore I don't think we'll see them at the the showcase. Yeah, uh, Zenimax, obviously known for Elder Scrolls Online. I, I think there is rumours they're making. I'm sure they're the ones rumoured with the Mandalorian game, but they are rumoured to be making something else. So it could be interesting from them. Well, I'm sure we'll see something from Elder Scrolls Online as well as that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Elder Scrolls Online will make a, an appearance in, in some way. They always do at Bethesda showcases. Um, I hadn't realised they were the ones that were rumoured to be working on the Mandalorian. So, you know, um, that in itself is is intriguing. But um, I, I suppose we've seen so little on that that, that only time will tell. Yeah, absolutely. I think quite a lot of Bethesda outside of the two we really know is intriguing question marks. That's probably how I'd sum that up. Yeah, I, I think 
for me in general, probably the Bethesda is a bit more intriguing than the Xbox side of things, purely because I think the Xbox side of things, because they kind of uh, played their cards so early um, and regret <laughs> doing so. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that Bethesda probably have a, a few more surprises up their, their sleeves and, and that makes them all the more intriguing. Yeah, outside of Avowed, you kind of screwed the pooch there, haven't they? Uh, but before we finish up, we have a bit of second party to quickly go for. Uh, Interior Night as Dusk Falls? Yeah, that's that like kind of uh, adventure oh, game, yes, kind of telltale style uh, game. Um, I do enjoy those games, yeah. and, and the reveal was quite good from what I recall. I remember the dev being like, really excited about it. So I, I am intrigued um, by this one, and, and I'd, I'd, I'd be hopeful that we'll see more of it and, and potentially even get a release date. Yeah, yeah, should be. Um, Avalanche Studios uh, group, Contraband, you'd think this one would be there because it got, it got shown last year, if I remember correctly. It was only like a, a, a little title screen thing, but more and more details come out. It's a, it's a heist um, game. I think it's meant to be set in the 50s, I think that's the decade. Um, but it sounds interesting and it should be there, you'd think? Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, um, I'd expect to see this one. I mean, I, um, and I'm intrigued to see more, but I, I like Avalanche. I was a, a, a big proponent of their Mad Max game, so I'm definitely intrigued to see uh, more of this one. Um, and yeah, um, I'd expect this will be, you know, we've talked, we've Talk about how the expectation is gameplay, and I'm sure this is one of the ones that will be um, kind of heavily pushed in that sense that we, we will see some solid gameplay for this one. Hopefully. And probably uh, get a release date. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, IO Interactive, uh, we mentioned the James Bond thing might be there, but that's probably not the main rumour. Uh, Project Dragon um, Insiders again, I think it was last year. Uh, said this exists. It, it, we obviously know our IO for uh, the Hitman um, stuff, but Project Dragon, by all accounts, RPG focused on dragons. Um, it was rumored to be at E3 last year. I don't think it's close enough for um, gameplay, but to see what it is, possibly. Yeah, I, I don't know on this one, because obviously James Bond was revealed first, but the, the, that doesn't necessarily mean that that was the project they were working on first. So I, I don't know which one is further along, and, and therefore, you know, obviously if Project Dragon's further along, we could potentially see that revealed here. Um, if it's James Bond where they're focusing, then maybe this game's still, you know, a, a bit of ways, and maybe then we, we won't see on anything on this until next year. Um, I mean, for all we know, you know, we're obviously we're we're recording while Summer Games Fest is on. Uh, you know, I could have announced their James Bond game at Summer Games Fest, and if that's the case, then clearly they're not going to be announcing uh, Project Dragon at the Xbox Showcase. It's a really difficult one to call. I mean, IO though, in, in what intrigues me about them is, and and what it brings me on to is kind of maybe the last thing worth talking in regards to the preview in this showcase there, there was been rumors of, of uh, microsoft acquiring io um do you see that one having legs if so do you think we could see it announced here and, and could we see some acquisitions in general being announced at this showcase well i think that the rumor was 
that it was Io Avalanche and um, Crystal Dynamics, I think it was. I mean, uh, Embracer Group certainly got a deal. We mentioned that last show, didn't we? But all, these almost seem like test games for it. But I think Avalanche, it's probably more of a test game. Whereas Io, if you buy Io, you get Hitman. Uh, it, and Hitman 1, 2, and 3 are, are all very highly rated. So, yeah, if you get a chance to buy Io... It'd be mad not to, and then you get <clears throat> then you get James Bond games, and probably not as exclusive, but you certainly get them in Game Pass, and then you get this project, get Project Dragon as well. And if that's a success, you've got everyone who made Project Dragon, which I'm sure I saw quoted is planned to be a, a game that's um, made for ten years or something like that. Um, so if that's a success, you'd be you'd be mad not to buy IO, and we. We know Xbox isn't done buying people when the um, uh, Activision Blizzard goes through. So I don't think there'll be another big one on, on the cards anytime soon. But smaller stuff like IO and Avalanche, why not? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, it'd be strange in a way to see IO acquired given that like they got away from Square Enix and then to be acquired by someone else. But Obviously, it's a different kettle of fish. Square Enix are a Japanese company. We've heard a lot of talk in in recent weeks, especially with their their sale of their remaining studios to Embracer Group, that there was a lot of difficulty there, like Clash of Culture and and stuff. And and that's probably what led to to the studios not really excelling at Square Enix. And I'm sure a lot of those studios would be happy now to be under Embracer and under, you know, back in a Western culture. And, and that could, could, uh, lead to, to increased productivity from them. And, you know, may, maybe I would just feel they'd be more at home in Microsoft, who, of course, are, are a Western company. And, you know, Bethesda left Microsoft and have now been acquired by Sony, um, albeit probably with a, a, a lot more freedom. Or sorry, sorry, Bungie rather. Yeah, Bungie, <laughs> of course. So, you know, you can't rule that out. I mean, they, they definitely the kind of, as you said, I don't think we'll see a big acquisition anytime soon. There were also rumors, obviously, of uh, you know Warner Bros. shopping out their mm. set of studios, and the Microsoft for one interested party. I can't see that one because the, you know there there was grumblings about their acquisition of of um, Activision about it. You know, some people wanted it to be kind of declined. It it won't be. But there were kind of people in the powers that be that wanted that. So I don't think they want to rock the boat by making another massive acquisition. But something small like IO or, or Avalanche, I, I could potentially say, I think Avalanche is a more difficult deal to do because they have so many con, they're kind of like, um, in a way, uh, like Remedy, you know, like Remedy right, would be okay. tough to acquire because Remedy have like deals with this publisher, deals with that publisher. It's messy. So mm. I, I'm not sure I could see Avalanche personally, and obviously you can rule out Crystal Dynamics now because they've yeah, just yeah. been acquired. Um, but I do think IO of all of them, IO is the one that 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 has some legs for me. I I could see that one happening. To be fair, if Xbox, if Microsoft wanted to buy Avalanche, I'm sure they could have all the money in the world to sort out stuff like that. But yeah, maybe it's just like stay second party. We saw PlayStation have loads of second party on for. Many many years, didn't we? Um, 
So well, I mean, know. as they say, why have, why buy the cow when you can buy the cow's milk? Yeah. You know? So exactly. that, that, that does have to be a consideration. I think IO probably does make more sense because you get the Hitman stuff and the James Bond stuff as well. So, yeah, that's probably a, more of a goer. But, the, yeah, that would be much more interesting, I think. Although Avalanche uh, is very good in their own run. But, yeah, the second party should be interesting. But um, what are you most looking forward to before we go? Probably a, a vowed, to, yeah. to be honest. I, I want to see more of that. Um, from the, uh, you know, t- to pick one from, from each side, um, from Bethesda, um, I'd probably say Indiana Jones. I mean, I was a big fan of Wolfenstein and I liked the Indiana Jones movies. So, yeah, mm. I'd, uh, I'd go with that. Um, how about yourself? Overall, if Project Dragon was well ahead of where I thought it think it'd be or expect it to be, it'd probably be that just to see something completely out of the blue. But realistically, I, I do agree with Avowed. I think that's well in my wheelhouse. Um, and Bethesda, it's really boring. But I'll have to I'll, just to see what Starfield actually is, because as I said when we were going through, a lot of expectation, but. If we get to see the new engine and stuff like that, and what what type of game it is, yeah, it it's too. But it's really boring answers. But Project Dragon's probably the one that has the highest ceiling for me, just because it'll be something completely unknown. But yeah, the two boring answers there for Avowed and Starfield. Um, but that is it. We almost try to keep this a short show, but it was never going to happen. <laughs> uh, just under two hours here. But that's it. Me and Carl will be back later in the week because this is the week of game reveals and stuff like that. We'll be back with the re- with the reveals. So hopefully you enjoyed this show. Catch you in a bit. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.